Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from Farmer Yoon's Farm, conveniently located just down the path from Half Hill's own Lazy Turnabin. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is, oh dear, um, it's from Gina Mudclaw, quartermaster of the Tillers and the manager of Half Hill Market. And she writes, Dear Tosh Mafuni, I am writing to you once again on behalf of the Tillers to express our concern about your management of Sunsong Ranch. Oh, great. In our last letter, we noted that, in addition to the errors in your work order fulfillment, the quality of your produce was not up to the standards established by the Tillers. Yeah, I know. Since that time, we note that you have made no work order deliveries, and, based on a random inspection of your property, your current crop is suffering from numerous issues. Oh, great. Including, but not limited to, parched crops, infested crops, and runty crops. I don't think that's very nice. Please address these issues immediately. Sincerely, Gina Mudclaw, Tillers, Quartermaster. Uh, you know, I'm really starting to question my decision to take over this farm. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I thought I was a decent farmer to begin with. I, I didn't do well with my father's fields, and those were in good shape. I don't even know where to start with all these problems. What do you think, listeners? If you have any ideas, drop us a note. Anyway, Gina, thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. If you've looked up in the sky recently, you might have noticed that some adventurers have found a new way to fly the skies of Azeroth. Known as the nether-gorged great worm, this spectacular beast is distinguished by its unique purple scales, teal underbelly, and golden-red trappings, which, according to some fashion pundits, coordinate beautifully with the Harvester's Court Attire from Revendreth. In a related story, the Red Crane Society held a rally outside the Lazy Turnip this past week to protest against what they describe as an unfair distribution of mounts. In an impassioned speech to a few curious onlookers, Irie Freeflower Ironchen, spokesperson for the Red Crane Society and wife of our very own sports reporter, Jeanne, decried the, quote, flaunting of the privilege held by an elite segment of society, end quote, and went on to demand that all mounts should be equally available to all citizens of Azeroth. The news is brought to you in part by the Red Crane Society, who remind us all that we're all in this together. Hey folks, you'll always feel like an elite member of society when you shop with the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. Whether your needs are for kitchen, garden, or farm, you'll find what you need at Half Hill Market at the best prices to be found anywhere. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. It's time now for the Rizhak Report, 
a semi-regular report from our goblin in the field, Rizak. Except he's not in the field this week. He's here in the studio with me. Rizak, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, college. Pretty good. But, you know, I've been a little worried about you. And that's why I'm here today. I think I got the answer to your problem right outside. Where do you want my ogres to put the stuff? Wait, what? Worried? About what? And what stuff? Well, I heard your crops ain't doing too good, what with one thing and another. From what I hear, all crops get healthier with a good old dose of fertilizer. So, that's what I brought you. (laughs) And I brought plenty so you can use it everywhere. Uh, uh, okay. But, Rizak, I I have got to ask this. Where exactly did you get this fertilizer? What do you mean, where'd I get it? I get it where everybody gets fertilizer. Hey, are you asking if I stole it? Are you? No, no, of course not. I I know you better than that, I think. It, what I meant was, from what source and where in Azeroth? Ah, I see what you mean. This particular batch of fertilizer came from one of the best places in Azeroth. Zangamash. I had it shipped all the way from Outland. Um, okay. Can you be a little more specific? I mean, from what kind of animal? From what kind of... How am I supposed to know? What I do know is that the guy I bought it from told me it was the finest that swamp had to offer. A combination of ingredients that is guaranteed to make any plant sit up and take notice. Uh, I don't know, Rizak. You know, maybe I should check with someone. Come on, what do you got to lose? Besides, what's the difference? Poop is poop. Poop is poop? You know, I'm not sure that's true. Hey, hey, listen, college. Beggars can't be choosers. You know, I brought you a gift here, out of the goodness of my heart, I might add. She's trying to help out a friend, and this is the thanks I get. Uh, Well, yeah, you've got a point, and I appreciate it. I don't suppose it could hurt anything. <laughs> That's the spirit. Look, you gotta try something, right? Those crops are dying out there. Let's help them out. Okay, then. Sure. Why not? Just have the ogres put it right onto the field. Whoa, whoa. You sure about that? You know, there's quite a lot of it. Sure. I mean, more is always better, right? Okay, you're the farmer. Drop it all onto the field, fellas. Yeah, all of it. Okay. You know, college, I actually thought you were going to save some of it for later. I can't be doing this every week, you know. It's not cheap to import things from Outland. I can only imagine. So, Rizak, no offense, but what's in this for you? <laughs> well, you know, I sort of thought maybe if your crops did really well, it might open up a market here in the valley for some imports of various fertilizers from around the world. That helps everybody, doesn't it? Look at this as kind of a promotional investment. Well, if it works, I certainly can't begrudge you that. Thanks, pal. You're welcome, college. I wish you the best. I'll be back in a couple of weeks to see how those crops are doing. Be sure to water them. Thanks, Rizak. The Rizak Report is sponsored in part by Kaja Cola. Kaja Cola. Tiny bubbles, big ideas. 
It's also sponsored in part by Keen Bean Kaffa, a Grummel-owned and operated Kaffa trading company. Keen Bean Kaffa. Good beans, good Kaffa. And now, the farm report. Jogu's word for tomorrow's crops is pumpkins. Mogu pumpkins add a bright sweetness to mogu fish stew and are a key ingredient in the banquet of the oven. Mogu pumpkins thrive on the rich soil here in the valley, but farmers beware, they do tend to attract vermin of all kinds. The Farm Report is sponsored by The Tillers, education and support for farmers in the valley today and forming the future farmers of tomorrow. Checking the Azeroth calendar, well, it's a quiet couple of weeks here in Azeroth, but in just under a week, the auction house dance party will be here. So get your flashiest attire ready, practice your best dance moves, and make your plans to travel to either Stormwind or Orgrimmar and join in on Azeroth's biggest annual dance party. It's time once again for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. So, Velmic, long time no see, old friend. How have you been? How's the family? Hey there, Tosh. Everyone is doing well, thank you. They are certainly doing better than your farm. I know, I know, it's not doing great. But I'm kind of hoping the new fertilizer Rizak delivered is going to help. Oh, okay, so that explains that smell. Yeah, I was starting to notice that too. I hope that doesn't turn out to be a problem. But hopefully it helps. Anyway, where have your travels taken you recently? So, Demesis and her wife Tilly came over for dinner with Taolin, Alice, and I. And Tilly was saying she had been thinking a lot lately about dragons. Huh, that's interesting. Why do you suppose that is? I don't know. Why does anyone think about dragons? Can I go on with story, please? Okay, okay, sorry. Anyway, like I am saying, Tilly says she has been thinking a lot about dragons and was wondering where we could go to learn more about history of dragons. Well, apparently little Alice had read book recently about dragons and she said we should go to Dragon Blight in Northrend to a place called Wormrest Temple. Well, that sounds like it was exciting, and, you know, good for little Alice for bringing that up. She really is growing up, isn't she? Oh, boy, she really is. You know, she even told me to stop calling her Little Alice. After all, she is soon going to be what humans call... Eh, what was your word Tilly used? Oh, teenager. Interesting. Tilly thinks so too. She tell me things are going to be very interesting with Alice for next couple of years. Anyway, so we decide to take Alice's advice and travel all the way to Northrend and Wormrest Temple. And how was it? Eh, like most places we have traveled to in Northrend. Inconvenient, cold, and dangerous. Well, that sounds awful. It's okay. You wear warm clothes. Like I am saying, we go to very top floor of Wormrest Temple, and there are many interesting peoples there to talk to. 
and all are representatives of different dragonflights. So Demesis, Tilly, and I are standing there trying to decide who to talk to, and Tilly nudged Demesis and say, that little one over there is adorable. Let's talk to her. It turned out her name was Chromie, which is apparently short for Chrononal, a member of Bronze Dragonflight who are specialists in time travel. Anyway, apparently they have issues with the Infinite Dragonflight, and Chromie asked for us to go to help defend Bronze Dragon Shrine from attack and find out who the leader of Infinite Dragonflight is. Well, that sounds like just what Tilly was looking for. If you mean Tilly is always looking for a good fight, then yes. No, oh, no. Yes, it's another Tilly gets into a fight story, but not in the way you might think. So we go to Bronze Dragon Shrine, which at least was warmer, and we place on ground a big hourglass we get from Chromie called Hourglass of Eternity. And what do you think happened? Gee, hmm, let me guess. The sand ran from the top of the hourglass to the bottom of the hourglass. Okay, smart guy, yes, it does that, of course. But that was an interesting part. As soon as we put it down, out of nowhere appears a future Demesis, Tilly, and me. Wait, what? Uh, now that's really something. How did future you look? Not bad, maybe put on a little weight, but otherwise okay. I don't think Demesis and Tilly were too happy to see their future selves, though. Oh? What happened? Well, future Demesis made some sort of snarky remark about how she didn't believe she used to wear what Demesis was wearing. And then future Tilly warned present Tilly about some party in the future where she shouldn't drink the punch. Tilly looked at her and say, I go to a lot of parties. Which one? But she wouldn't answer, and Tilly said, great, now I can never drink punch again. But we didn't have time to worry about any of that, because all of a sudden we are getting attacked by members of Infinite Dragonflight, who apparently were not too happy we were there. Which really bothered Tilly, because all time she is fighting, she is yelling at her future self, can you at least give me hint? Is it a birthday party? What flavor is punch? Help me out here. And in the meantime, Demesis is firing arrows and yelling at Tilly, Can we worry about punch later, please, wife? We need to finish this so I can go home and reassess my whole wardrobe. And then I look at my future self and start to say something, but he just shakes his head at me and say, No, no, better we both stay out of this argument. Trust me, it won't end well for either of us. Huh. You know, of all the potential issues with time travel, that argument isn't one that I would have thought of. I know, right? Anyway, neither Demesis and Tilly ever got their answers because we defeat all of attacking dragons and above us appears a huge dragon called Nosdormu, the Lord of Time, which was who we thought we were looking for. So, we wrap things up and take this news back to Chromie. Okay, and I suppose she was pleased with this information? Not as much as we thought she would be. Nosdormu was not leader of Infinite Dragonflight. 
He was there to fight them, which pleased her very much because they didn't know where he had gone to. So, all in all, a successful adventure? I guess so, except now we have new problem. Oh no, you didn't create a time paradox, did you? No, no, nothing like that. The Mises is throwing out all her clothes and buying new outfits, and Tilly is contacting everyone she knows and asking them never to serve punch at any party she gets invited to. Awkward? Maybe. And then again, maybe it's not problem because she is never going to get invited to another party because she sounds crazy. Aww. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, it was interesting trip. We learned a little bit about dragons, and I learned I need to stop watching my diet. Well, as always, your adventures with Demesis and Tilly are, if nothing else, entertaining. We'll look forward to hearing about your next one. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatash. See you next week. We may not be coming to you from the Lazy Turnip Inn anymore, but we're still in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time your travels take you through Pandaria, make sure to drop by the Lazy Turnip. And when you do, remember to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining us again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for another hilarious episode of The Fighting Fizz Wrenches. This week, Safi wakes Grizz up in the middle of the night before an important business trip, again, to ask him what he thinks she might look like if she were a dragon. See you next week. And remember, make your own turn. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.